Hey, my OGs, and welcome back to the Identity Issues Podcast. I hope you're all having an amazing start to the new year. I am feeling the motivation in the air this January, like people are not playing around. I want to apologize. I feel like I apologize every single episode, but I'm, I'm going to do it again. And I'm sorry that it's taken me such a long time to come out with a new episode. Christmas season going into the new year was so busy and chaotic, as you may know. However, I am not making any excuses. I'm going to hold myself accountable and say that I need to be uploading episodes more frequently. It's a new year and we need to take this podcast to the next level. That is one of my goals for 2024. And it's gonna happen. I'm gonna make it happen. Okay, well, I do have a tiny excuse as to why I've been so absent. I'm happy to announce that I am now a proud owner of a little Yorkie called Hazel. She's absolutely adorable, but the first two weeks of having her was absolute hell. She was honestly the devil disguised as a puppy, I swear to God. She would cry all the time, I couldn't leave her alone for two seconds, potty training was non-existent, I mean we're still having trouble with that. My social life was out of the window and she didn't let me sleep, okay? I had sleepless nights. I promise I'm not just ranting about my dog, this is actually leading somewhere. So it's safe to say I had the puppy blues for a while, and I even hate to admit it, but the first few days of getting her, I had buyer's regret. I was tempted to return her because I just couldn't handle not having a routine. And I think the worst part... But I decided to persevere and have more patience, which was honestly the key to success in this situation with Hazel. She had just left her litter and her mother. She's not used to her environment. She's never been alone and she was scared. And it's intimidating for a puppy to be in a new space. And I had to understand that. So rather than focusing on myself and how I was annoyed about everything and that she wasn't adapting to her new environment fast enough, I decided to have more patience and create a routine that works well for the both of us. So that did mean for a while I had to work around her schedule. And once I was able to take her outside after a second vaccination, it was like the gates of heaven opened up. It was honestly like a hallelujah moment. (laughs) I was so happy. Slowly but surely, I had my routine back. If anything, it became even healthier because I now start my day with a brisk walk with Hazel. I just think it's a great way to start your day and it feels a bit like a walking meditation. I hit the park with her, with no music or anything, I try to stay off my phone, and I'm just taking in my surroundings and being more present which is what I realized I was lacking in my life. Now I'm thanking myself for committing and not throwing in the towel when the going gets tough because it's easy to do that. And I honestly felt like this was a test from the universe to learn to be more monk-like when things don't go your way. Which leads me in to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you how I'm working on my patients and how to be more monk-like in challenging situations. 
Listen, I am not the most patient person, and I think my partner can attest to that. <laughs> it's definitely a work in progress, but I still need some work in that department. I do think that my patience is selective, though. Like when it comes to waiting in a long line to order a coffee or to check out at a store, I have all the patience in the world. But when it comes to waiting to hear back about a job or waiting for an important text or phone call or dealing with people, I am not patient at all, and if anything, I get riddled with anxiety and frustration. So why is patience becoming a bit of a lost art? I'll tell you why. Because we live in an instant gratification world. We expect everything to come to us at the snap of our fingers, from our food deliveries, to work replies, to relationships. We rush the process, which is why people have an addiction to Instagram, like me. Well. TikTok, because it releases a hormone called dopamine, which gives us instant happiness for a split moment, which is why when we're on the tube and we get service, we instantly hop onto Instagram so that we can pass the time because it makes us feel more involved and less bored. But learning to be more patient with others, the timing of things, and most importantly yourself can help you support your mental health and overall well-being. Cultivating more patience can help you approach dealing with a horrible coworker or someone being rude to you or your order taking too long at a restaurant with more compassion, resilience, and ease. It also allows you to let go of an unpleasant moment rather than playing it on a loop in your mind. I just want to go through my day-to-day -day life, moving through the world more peacefully and increasing my tolerance for life's inconveniences. I mean, who wouldn't want that? It is also said that being more patient helps us achieve long-term goals. It helps us stay committed and focused and we begin to prioritize more long-lasting rewards rather than instant gratifications. Patience also allows us to approach problems more thoughtfully rather than rushing and assuming the worst, which is what I'm guilty of doing sometimes. How many times have you looked back on a situation and gone, Oh, why was I worrying about that? I just wasted so much energy stressing about something that ended up being okay. The more patient we are, the more likely we're able to really savor and enjoy the present moment. That brings me on to my next experience. I had the most amazing facial at Sarah Chapman in Chelsea. It was honestly so incredible. I fell asleep. I was that relaxed. And you know a facial is good when you take a little snooze. The esthetician was so soothing and she explained each product to me and what each of them were designed to do. And I left that place floating and super glowy as well. Honestly, it was a glow that lasted for weeks. You have to check them out. Such a great experience. And I went during a time when the puppy was at her most unhinged and I was, I was unhinged as well. So having that facial made me feel more present and relaxed and allowed me to fully switch off and connect with myself again. Sometimes in the midst of chaos, instead of freaking out and running around like a headless chicken, we need to lean into stillness or book a facial. Reflecting on my 2023, I realized the theme of that year was understanding patience. I had so many obstacles thrown my way and I really believe that was the universe trying to tell me that the more I resist patience and divine timing, 
the more shit it's gonna throw at me until I understand the lesson. Now going into 2024, I want to approach tough situations and things not going my way with more monk-like mentality. Because when we're put in an uncomfortable position or something doesn't seem to go our way, no matter how big or small, we can sometimes make it a whole lot bigger in our minds and we jump to conclusions. I'll give you a minor example, which my boyfriend laughs at me about. Um, I didn't find funny at the time, but I'm just showing you how busy my mind is. I really wanted to start 2024 diving deep into meditation because it's never been something I stuck with consistently. So I thought what better way to shed all the negative events of 2023 and welcome in new abundant energy with a New Year's Eve gong bath meditation. It was an hour and a half long and I thought, wow, I'm really not going to be able to sit through this meditation and fully be present because I'm going to get bored or antsy. And my boyfriend actually joined me and it's totally not his thing, but he wanted to come along and support. At the beginning, the woman guiding the meditation asks you to pull two cards from different decks. All the cards are facing down and spread out, so you can't actually see what the card is until you flip it over. I picked two cards and went back to my spot. Now, I was expecting something great and magical like High Priestess because it sounds like a great card to have. I don't know, I'm not familiar with the cards and the meanings. But I turned over the two cards and I got a card that said Risk. And to my initial disappointment, I got The Hermit. Now, I don't know about you, but if you're someone who's wanting to have an invigorating start to the year, you don't want to see a card called The Hermit with a picture of a man looking sad and standing alone. So I panicked a little inside and I quietly picked up my phone and started googling The Hermit card quickly bef before we actually got into the meditation. But I couldn't actually read what it was about because she was urging all of us to lie down and get into the zone and put all of our technology away. I was pissed, to say the least. I threw my card down like a petulant child and just laid down. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, oh, screw this, this fucking hermit. And the meditation itself actually was so freeing. I made the decision to let go of the card fiasco and focus on generating positive feelings and excitement of the things that I want to manifest this year. Now, if you've never been to a gong bath meditation, you must go. It's incredible. It almost feels like you're lucid dreaming and it just takes you to the next level of relaxation and release. So I had a great meditation and by the end of the class, I'd forgotten about the hermit. As we're putting our mats and blankets away at the end of the class, the instructor says, oh, if you want to read the meaning of your card you picked out, I have a book here that will give you more clarity. By that time, I'd let go of the card, but just for my peace of mind later, I went over to read what it meant. And oh my god, I'm so glad I did, because it was the epitome of judging a book by its cover. The Hermit was exactly what I needed to hear. And I'm just going to read you a quick description of the Hermit. The Hermit depicts an old man standing alone at the peak of the mountain while holding a lantern in one of his hands and a staff on the other. The mountain denotes accomplishment, development, and success. The Hermit Tarot card refers to the level of spiritual knowledge he has attained and that he is ready to impart that knowledge to everyone. There is also a deep commitment he has to his goal and a solid awareness of the path that he is taking. 
Inside the lantern, you will notice a star with six points, which is also known as the Seal of Solomon. This symbol represents wisdom. The staff that he holds depicts authority and power. Wow. That moment was really eye-opening for me. First of all, I learned not to freak out until I have all the answers and to not jump to conclusions. And secondly, I have to cultivate being more patient and monk-like in my life. When the world is spinning, you don't have to spin with it. You can find calmness in chaos. And I want to share with you five things that helped me find more patience in my life and how to prioritize your inner peace. Because in 2024, we're not playing around. We're doing the inner work and we're growing and evolving. Now let's get into it. Number one, look for opportunities where you can practice patience. Meditation is at the top of the list for me because even if you're struggling to meditate, at least you're aware that on that particular day you might be struggling to connect more than others. That's where compassion for yourself comes into play. It's learning that patience isn't something that just happens easily. So using meditation is a great first step to finding stillness. If you struggle meditating on your own, then go to a class and talk to the instructor on how to get better at it. Other than meditation, when something annoying happens like being stuck in traffic and you're rushing to get to work, try and find a way to find patience in that moment rather than allowing impatience and frustration to take over. Now this brings me on to my next one. Accept the things you can't control. I had to learn this through the actor's strike. <laughs> Now, I know this was tough on everyone involved, but there comes a point where you have to ask yourself, am I going to allow this to consume me and continue being in the waiting mindset? Or am I just going to let it go because there will be a solution in the end? And in the meantime, I can do other things that bring me joy. In my case, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be waiting around. I don't like this energy, so I'm going to switch up. I went on a trip to Tokyo with my mom, totally spontaneous. She needed to get her mind off work as well, so it was honestly perfect. And we had a great time. We ate lots of amazing food. I got to connect with family over there, and it was an amazing distraction and guess what I had completely let go of trying to control the situation because let's be real I had absolutely no control the minute I landed back in London from Japan as I'm leaving the plane a text comes through from my agent saying the strike is over exclamation point celebration emoji so in short focus on the things you can control and release the things you can't number three and I've probably said this before in a previous episode, but get comfortable being uncomfortable. I said it. Sometimes it's so easy to give in to our old ways and habits because we found a source of comfort in the familiar. Challenge yourself to not succumb to it because the only way to grow in life is to get uncomfortable. That's the way we learn. For example, if you want to get stronger in the gym, you have to show up consistently and lift heavy weights. I find total discomfort walking Hazel early in the morning, especially when it's freezing outside. But the more I do it every morning, the more I begin to enjoy this routine and I feel so accomplished after the walk. And on the plus side, I get my steps in. 
It's all about showing up and building that discipline to the things we find uncomfortable, and eventually we'll get used to it. Number four, four, yes, four, and I say this in almost every single episode. Have fun. Don't wake up in the morning dreading the day ahead. Find small ways to fill your days with joy. Daily life is a lot more exciting if you look at it like a sitcom because so many stressful situations end up being quite comical looking back on it. So try not to take life so seriously. Laughing and enjoying your day and taking time to enjoy the simple pleasures in life will help you be more patient and less stressed. Last one, number five: leave the past behind you. A lot of the time, sorry, that was really aggressive. A lot of the time, our past traumas or negative past experiences feeds into present situations. Working through letting go of the past will help you to release negative emotions that feed into your present day annoyances. And that's all I have to say on that one. And for a bonus tip, get a puppy. They'll really test your patience. But if you put in the work to understand your pet and give them love and attention. They'll give the same back to you, and that reward is priceless. Hazel's actually napping next to me right now. She's being very quiet. I think she's zonked because she had a very busy day. And that's a wrap on my five tips on how to be more monk-like. I also want to add the dangers of being too patient because you need a middle ground. You can't swing too far the other way. Even though they say patience is a virtue, it's important for you to know how far to go with it. You also need to know when to stand up for yourself and be vocal when people cross the line. If you fail to do this, then you allow people to walk all over you, and that's not ideal. That's not what you want. It's all about finding a sweet spot when it comes to patience. I hope you found this episode helpful. Remember, this isn't something that's going to happen overnight. Building up your patience takes time and effort. However, if you keep trying and implement all these healthy habits, ha 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 ha, habits, then you'll be on the right track. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>